guys, my name is Renzi. My name's James. Mine's Queenie. And you're listening to the OT Podcast. We're airing out our juicy after-hours conversations to the pod. We're serving you fresh, unfiltered, hot tea every weekend on Spotify, Anchor, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. Again, you're tuned in to the OT Podcast. After-hours conversations. Hello guys! Welcome, welcome to another episode of OT Podcast. So, another night of juicy conversations. Yes. And because yes. of friendship na to, kung sinong nakaisip ng topic, ikaw ang magmamoderate. Correct! And dahil wala akong naiisip na topic, hindi ako magmamoderate ngayon. So, Queenie, ano bang topic natin for tonight? Alam niyo, pansin ko, lagi na lang ako yung nagmamoderate. Wala ba kayong Ayan, ano? Yeah. Eh, ang input ng topic. Okay. <laughs> Ikaw lang yung bibo dito eh, sa topics eh. Anyway, so today, we have invited very special people, wow, very special people, to talk about, as you can see in our title, The Tea on Office Politics. So I have invited a couple of our friends and my joa to be Next. part of the yes. conversation. Finally, oh, the ba may debut na siya dito sa podcast. Yes. Ayan. It only took a few episodes pero finally, Cholo is here. Hi, Cholo! Ayan, Hi. Cholo is here. One, one whole season, right? <laughs> and joining him will be um, a couple of our friends, Greco and Zhao. So the reason why we invited them here because they've had the uh, Yes, <laughs> they've had um, experience, <laughs> HR experience. So we thought it best to consult with them and um, check the with their experiences. Yeah. Oh, so Greco, Jao, you can say hi now. Hey. Hi, <laughs> yeah. everyone. Can you guys tell us something about like yourselves? Your, ano lang, experience. What you've been through. Up interview um, pala to. Wow. <laughs> no, professional life story. Job <laughs> interview. <laughs> <laughs> experience. Yeah, yeah. Like you can, oh, let's start Jao. with Jao. Jao, by the way, is coming all the way from Japan. Oh, the okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. But uh, Greco has more work experience in HR, so I think Greco should start. Greco, let's okay. go. All right. So I, I think it's funny because I'm on the other side of the interview seat. So um, in terms of my overall experience, uh, I've actually had like seven years of recruiting experience. Uh, three years of that was headhunting. If you've seen the movie with Myla Kunis, uh, you know, when she, she she tries to get uh, different executives. So uh, I used to do that. Um, me and Jao. So, Jao. Si, ano, Mila Kunis, guys. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> 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 Kunis. Uh, let's let's yeah. put that in perspective. Okay. And then, uh, after doing headhunting, um, I went to corporate recruitment. So I'm now in a, I won't say that exact company, but I'm now in a Fortune 500 company. So I think Ooh. politics might be less, but uh, it's harder to see in a, in a, in that setup. But I'll, I'll try to give some some hints on what's happening <laughs> generally. But yeah, that's just to give like an idea. But yeah, I, I mostly do recruiting. Uh, and so I've interviewed from the fresh grad levels up till like executives and even people outside of the, the Philippines. So yeah. Um, I think Jao would also like to share his experience. He was actually my <laughs> office mate 
in, in my first company. <laughs> uh, but unlike Greco, hi, I'm Jal. Uh, I've never done actual recruiting work. It was never in my job title, but I've had to do it multiple times. <laughs> Um, so in uh, in the head. Reklamo ba yon? <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's added experience, you know, added things you can add on your resume. Okay. Um, so mainly I did internal recruitment for a headhunting company. Um, and I did a lot of training. Uh, but then my job description was mostly in marketing. Uh, thing is, after my work in uh, that headhunting company with Greco. Uh, I moved to Japan, took my MBA, and now I'm working for a Japanese company, full-on HR. And I'm not actually in recruitment. I'm in uh, learning and development as well as uh, policy writing uh, for the organization. Yeah. So anything about uh, rules globally, stuff like that, um, and also the development of people around the globe, uh, that's what I do. you have also HR experience, a bit of HR experience. Yes, uh, in my very first job, I tried HR. Uh, I have to admit, it wasn't for me. Uh, I tried uh, HR for the first time, and unlike Greco and my friend Zhao, also, I, I drifted to another uh, workplace, uh, work setting. So I, I started uh, doing sales, I went to several companies. And uh, right now, I'm a professional Joa. So, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just joking. I st- I'm still employed, po. <laughs> Back to you, Queenie. <laughs> Queenie, what kind of bayaran mo? Bayarin mo. Grabe. Professional Joa. <laughs> Grabe yung may bayaran. Wala pong bayarang nagaganap dito. Ako po yung gustong maging sugar, ano? Sugar mommy ka pala, girl. <laughs> Ako yung mommy, gusto baby. Sugar baby. <laughs> Tayo yung receive lang ng receive dapat. Charon. Anyway, um, even though... Jolo has a very short stint in HR. He can still be a resource person naman in terms of like work politics because I think it happens everywhere, the right guys? Like yeah, any company naman oh. has it. So I guess to start off um, the series of questions we want to um, answer for tonight. Um, number one, I think, goes out to Zhao and Greco. What is the actual role of um, HR ba in a company? Is it more of to grow employees, to protect the company, or to protect the people? Because sometimes True. it gets blurred, ba? And yeah. then, in the office chismisan, it's always talked about na eto, HR doesn't really do much for the people. They do. They, um, they're really there for the company to protect its mm-hmm. interests. Its best interests, yeah. Being HR. What's your stand in that? Uh, Greco, can I start? I have a very aggressive stance for, for sure. this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I understand the statement. Um, for me, if your company, if your HR feels like police, if you feel like they're the police, they're watching over you all the time, 
it means you have bad HR. Uh, hands down for me, Ooh. bad HR, act like police. Um, yes, right. they're supposed to enforce the rules, they're supposed to enforce the policies, but then, you know, it's in the name, human resources. <laughs> You're supposed to be the most human in the company. You're supposed to understand mm-hmm. the needs of the people in the company. So bad HR will always feel like police, whereas good HR will feel the opposite of that. They're supposed to be the most approachable. They're supposed to be, like what you said, you feel developed by them. So that's my point of view in terms of HR. Greco, how about you? Um, I actually have something similar to that. I've heard of this uh, issue way before, like, oh, if it's HR, parang, they're going to stop you from being promoted or they're, they're going to hold your pay or ang bagal-bagal nila uh, in terms of getting <laughs> your final pay or whatever. So it's actually something common I've been hearing. And uh, I, I, like to, I like to answer it in the same way that Zhao said it, which is if that is how your HR is, it means that your organization is really bad. <laughs> I think that's how it is. And... Um, usually, in common trend, yan kapag not not to badmouth local companies, but a lot of local companies are like that because they're basing all of their standards on what's happening in the country and not on a global or let's say in a standard of rules that dapat lahat ng countries na follow. So, for example, um, since I am part of a global company, we all have to adhere to those rules and to those um, standards, de ba? So. I, I could say na it depends, right? Diba? That's why you're hearing those backend stuff. And um, to say that the, that the HR is for the company, I think that's just looking at one perspective. It's actually two ways. Like uh, HR is there for the for the people and for the company. It's not like just one 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 aspect. They have mm-hmm. to balance that because if one falls, everything falls in the company. And uh, you have to understand that sometimes HR is just the messenger, and it's always the management mm-hmm. that's actually providing the decisions. So that's my take. Mm, very very insightful answers. Naminsan na papari akam dito in the background. Kasi medyo <laughs> medyo 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 Sure, but I <laughs> Pero um, Greg, are you you mentioned earlier in a Fortune 500 company right now? Yeah. Is it yep. an international company? Uh yes, it is an international company. Yep. Oh, so usually nga do ganon kapag international company must strict. And I've heard nga actually in other countries, especially America, HR is very strict in terms strict na in terms of their role is really clear cut that you can't cross this line, you can't do things like this. Here in the Philippines, when it's local, I agree, when it's a local company, sometimes there are gray areas. The reason why America has good standards is because for them, HR needs certification and you actually have to be um, intelligent. And you're working for maybe an international company or you made a high level in the Philippines. I have respect for them, honestly. Mm-hmm. But then if you're not so high level yet, sorry, not so much. Because they're going to always listen directly to the handbook 
as compared to thinking what's the difference between handbook and what's you know what's actually happening on site what's happening in the office so i think yun yung main difference like hindi local hr they're not trained to adapt they're just trained to listen that's how nazis were formed sorry Para ibang level si Zhao. Wait lang, yun nga. So, super curious ako. Connected dun sa nerace na ni Queenie and Zhao, tawag dito. Kasi ako, parang, when I'm dealing with, for example, issues sa company, pinaka-iniiwasan ko yung aabot ako sa HR to raise a concern or whatever. Parang pag naglalaro ng Minesweeper, parang ga- daaran ko na lahat ng avenue para hindi na kumabot sa HR. Freaking reference! yung feeling ko. Like, ako ako never, personally, never akong, alam mo yun, kunwari, may issue naman ako sa, nagkaroon na ng issue sa managers ko, sa supervisors ko, pero parang never akong nagka-experience na ni-raise ko yun sa oh, HR. Oo, oh, kasi, kasi nga dito, kapag na-HR na ka na, iba na yung, iba na yung Ayun nga. connotation. Ano associate ka, kahit ikaw yung nagre-reklamo, parang ayaw mo. Ako, at, at, ano, at least sa akin, ayaw ko. Tapos tawag dito, yun, curious ako, paano ba pag mag-raise ka ng concern sa HR and an ideal setup? Para ba yung pag mayroon kang doctor, di ba? Parang may confidentiality clause ba kayo? May mag, hindi ba, sasabihin ba niya dun sa nire-reklamo mo? Oy, sabi ni James, ganito, ganyan. <laughs> So, Alam mo, madalas yeah. nangyayari yun. No, parang chine-chismis ka ng HR. Para tuloy ang hirap Girl, magtanong. Girl, kasi, kunwari na lang yung mag- friends natin. <laughs> Pero yun, <laughs> yeah, parang sila pa yung ano, purveyors of chismis yeah. means that. Kasi, hmm, sadly. I don't know. Got it, got Guys, it. So, I, I wanna chime in on that. So, you know, judging from how you're saying it, your HR really sounds that bad, to be honest. Well, um, hindi. Yun, <laughs> like, kasi, like, if you're, if you're, ganun ito, ba, if you are, parang na-misinterpret mo ako. Ganun naman, pero, parang, somebody's gonna get in trouble. <laughs> because the culture feels like that, it means na, yun yung common sentiment, but, uh, just to, uh, comment on what you said. Um, I, I actually like what you do. Like, you try to solve it in your team muna kasi uh, sometimes, you know, if these are just small problems with your direct manager, why involve another party who does not know your direct manager? The mm-hmm. only time you would involve HR if it's, let's say, for example, a manager problem, kunwari, let's say, uh, may biasness or hindi ka pinapromote, tapos, mm-hmm. let's say, hindi sinasabi ng manager mo, di ba? So, that's when you involve HR. Pero, of course, uh, you have to know, like, Sino ba sa HR yung kakausapin mo? So, mm-hmm. depende sa structure ng kompanya mo. Pero, for example, kung may HR BP ka or people from employee engagement, sila yung talaga nag-uusap about those concerns. And if you can talk to them about it, sometimes they'll even involve your manager's manager. So, mm-hmm. in it. So, they can be your messenger. Pero, yeah, like, um, I, I guess it also depends. Eh. Parang chismisin ka. Parang, what the hell? What, what type of... HR person. Ain't no right. Parang, like, some HR people siguro mag pero hindi naman lalabas sa, sa room, like, within HR people lang. Pero, if it goes outside the room, then I guess you have to question, like, what type of culture is cultivated in the company. So, oh. that's my take. Ito, uh, late na naman tong disclaimer ko, like, our previous episode, no? Pero I just want to mention that the views and opinions, the views and opinions of the show... <laughs> 
uh, does not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts and it, its guests. Ayan, para save tayo. Pero alin na lang yung disclaimer sa mga movies na parang ano, any, parang correlation or whatever. Any person is, portrayed. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, but I, I have a question. So would you say na it's different between a smaller, let's say, a smaller indie company versus a global one. Because, yeah. like, in my case, kasi, you know, um, I would think that the company I, w- I worked in when I w- like, first job, it was a small ad agency. So, it, you know, I, I didn't feel the need to avoid the HR because mm-hmm. I felt safe. Um, however, like, a big company, let's say, there are too, there's so many ladders or so many people to talk to. So, is there... Um, like how big of a difference is it, and and should there be no difference in it? Okay. Um. Sorry. For me, honestly, um, there should be no difference between um, uh, startup companies leading towards multinational companies. A uh, thing is, uh, the the complication happens when a startup starts growing whoever was the original people in the company or whoever stayed in the company the longest, they kind of determine the culture the most. Uh, Greco mentioned right. a while ago, um, company culture. Um, company culture is built normally by the founder and it's carried on by his predecessors or whoever happened afterwards. So whoever it was in your startup, if you feel safe in the startup and you don't need to reach out to HR, that's probably because the founder it's kind of fresh, but and he already has, I don't know, the right culture set in that company. You feel welcome. You feel like you're being developed. You feel like you feel like home. You feel like there's a purpose to the work that you're doing. But let's say you transition to a company that's a bit larger and you don't feel the same. You feel a certain disconnect. That's because whatever visions the founder had in the start, it kind of got got diluted already by. That's why yeah. Greco said, yeah, your team manager is very important. Because there's a difference between team culture and over, overall uh, corporate culture. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. That's very, that's very true. Like sometimes... Manager, yeah. Sorry. Go, go, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Managers are very, very important to setting culture. So managers, if they're good, if they're actually, you know, following the values of your company, I... Uh, Quick, quick, quick share. Values of my company. One of it says, like, you do the right thing um, from the start. That's one of the values of my company. Thing is, not everyone follows that. And that's already set on your manager, on the managerial level. Because the CEO will always say that. He'll always push that. Well, good CEOs <laughs> will, actually. But they, normally, they will push, push this value. It gets diluted. If your manager is good, like what I've been saying, you'll feel it. You'll feel the right culture of your company. If your manager is not so good, you won't feel it. That's where HR comes in. If your manager is not good, for me, that's the fault of your HR. Because <laughs> that guy shouldn't right. have been promoted. <laughs> Shouldn't, shouldn't have been promoted. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a pin on that. Uh, I just want to comment on, on promotion. So, you know, promotions don't come from HR. They come from your manager's manager. Mm-hmm. 
so that's when the conversation also has to be like two ways because so why did your manager's manager promote that person right so what was the fault in tinatang succession planning diba like you're trying to groom someone to become a manager so i think jao can provide more details on succession planning or uh, how people are promoted pero yun yun eh parang it's it uh, so if there's one thing that my manager has uh, taught me is there there's a level of shared responsibility in making decisions it's a shared responsibility with hr and with the business or with the manager so if they if that happened meaning it's either both of their faults or may isa na nagpo-push ng decision na yun. So guys, what in your opinion as HR experts, what is in technical terms is office politics? Correct, I'll take it away. <laughs> okay. So, um I, I think what people think about office politics is like a power dynamic uh between either two or more parties. So, that's what I think about it. I don't know if there's like an HR definition for it, but you know, just to answer it simply, I think that it's more of like yeah. power dynamics and uh, how people either take advantage of that or how people are going through office politics or what's happening in the office to get a, a level of advantage. Greco used the term power dynamics. Um, us at least back when I was studying it, we used more of like power and influence. Um, so anywhere, which is kind of applicable anywhere, not just in the workplace. Because mm-hmm. um, if you're talking about just power dynamics, it's like that's just the authority levels and all of that. But then influence also, because um, similarly, someone below could influence someone higher, maybe through either performance, maybe through bola. It depends on the situation. Okay. Interesting yun take ni Jawa na... Because usually when people talk about office politics, it's really more looking up, like how you're you fare with bosses. But yeah, that's very true. Now sometimes it could also be from the um, office politics can be influenced with, by the staff, ganyan, by um, people with the lower ranks in in an organization. So with that said, because that's the um, that's how our HR um, experienced just would put it pero para naman if um if you're the employee so that's why Cholo is here to share what is ex- his experience naman with office politics kasi syempre wag kami ni na James and anyway, okay. since okay. we're office mates nga oo iisa lang iisa lang yung medyo aligned lang yung kwento <laughs> so we'd rather get it from someone uh, may iba kaming definition so eh coming from you Cholo what is office politics for you like how do you see it in your environment and how do you experience it what are your experiences I guess in uh, for me at least office politics starts na may clash of personalities and opinions in the workforce let's say uh let's say uh we we all want to get to that goal what that one goal as a group pero syempre iba't iba yung ideas and uh dun yung nagka-clash yung uh, personalities the uh, of the office so i i think uh it's when you guys uh It starts with the uh, clash of uh, co-workers and uh, maybe yun nga, they already said na it's a possibility na 
it's tapping the right person uh uh i guess uh it's how you interact with your bosses and uh everybody else so for me office politics is more like uh you guys don't agree with each other that was yung me me clash between the workforce I hope it makes sense. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense, naman. <laughs> would you would you say it's ano? Would you say it's like ano? Parang strategy. Parang yun siya sabi nyo kanina na power dynamics. Oh, parang is it like a strategy? More than anything, is it strategy? Is that what it is? I, I, I think I I, I want to add on yung point ni Cholo. The reason why there's that kind of clash that the uh, employees experience, because um, if the person is really talented, skilled. I think people won't really be like surprised. Oh, why is why is he or she getting promoted so quickly? Why is he or she, you know, uh, going up? Or why is she or he getting such like high bonuses? Thing is, yun nga, yung, uh, what what Cholo was saying was like, uh, there's the clash, and the clash is because possibly people feel like the person is just using influence. So it's <laughs> basically puro salat salita, walang mabubuga. Walang gawa. That's what strikes me. So, um, because the way Cholo explained it, it's a clash. So, it, I'm assuming that's how you you've experienced it without putting your ass on the line. Ah. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> compromise naman your position in your company. But so. It's telling kasi of um, how you work with people in your organization. Parang it's a clash. Because I feel naman that sometimes it's also a way to like shake on things. Diba? Na parang if you're for lack of a better term, parang compare or compare to, um, to a boss. Or even in the higher ano in the higher ranks na between bosses department heads kanyan um CEOs and whatnot parang it it works also um positively so i guess i'm trying to get here and what i want to ask especially our hr um friends here is that is office politics an advantage or a benefit for the employees like how should people look at it because yun ya usually kasi negative yung dating eh negative na may malakas si ganito to this person kaya siya na promote kaya lagi siya na ko-comment or something like that i guess i'm wondering how might it be a positive or an advantage to an employee let's see yep yeah. um i think this is something jal has mentioned before Um, so in anywhere you go, uh, there will always be office politics, right? And of course, the the usual uh, understanding of it is very negative. But the thing is, we have to look at it in a way that it can be taken advantage of by employees in a good way. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you're liked by people, like you can expect decisions, you can expect changes to happen easier, or at least the conversation becomes something that's You know that you have a chance of pushing for. Kaya nga sabi de banija, there's a level of influence there. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, on the positive part of it, like don't underestimate the power of being liked by people. 
Pero wag naman to the point na sip-sip ka. I mean, you would you would know oh, yeah. when, when you're doing that. But um being being nice and being and having like a balance of that without, you know, knowing when to push back with respect. Uh I think if employees can take advantage of that, definitely they'll they'll do well. Uh, you know, if you compare that to someone, I, I don't know if I said it before, but compared to someone who doesn't say anything about what they do, who just simply try to um, let their work speak out for themselves, like, yes, performance does matter, but it's always a balance. Eh? Again, you have to mm-hmm. mention what you're doing and what are, what are the impacts of what you're doing, especially if, let's say, no one is actually being like uh, championing your your achievement. But, you know, just to relate that, like, I, I'm fortunate that I have a manager who does that, who would, uh, you know, just to tell a story, um, he would copy um, our heads on what we did in the projects and what the the business or the people I've helped with uh, gave us a feedback. So, parang, wow, shit, but siya kinakopy dito yung head ng uh, buong, buong department? You know, just mm-hmm. just so that he would, that just, just so that the head would know na, his employees are the ones who are making these um, achievements. So I guess that also plays a part, like having a manager who can champion. Uh, Jao, Jolo, anything else you want to add? Uh, actually, I want to add on to that. Um, politics, um, we're social creatures. You know, people, no matter what, we'll be talking to each other, word comes out, anything. You can't avoid politics. And rather than avoiding it, it's better to understand it. Um, if you understand it, you know how to navigate, you know how to make it work to your benefit. Uh, those who do that badly, they're normally the ones that people don't like. Again, they're the ones who you know, look sip-sip, they're the ones that look like you know, social climbers, stuff like that. Uh, but the ones who do navigate it properly understand that you don't just have one audience. In other words, it's not just your managers that you're supposed to make happy. It's it's everyone has to like you, everyone has to, you know, value you as a member of the community, and ultimately that's what creates happier working atmospheres that people who are liked by anyone, everyone or almost everyone, uh, progress. Um, story I think, uh, I told it before, but um, I had two friends, so both of them are in very technical fields, software engineering. And uh, one of them is like straight A student from uh, high school to college. The other one uh, was an athlete in college. And when you look at their you know, pedigree, their backgrounds, whatever, it looks like you, know, you don't really think athletes would go up fast in the corporate world. People like them. Grabe, pag-athlete, ano? I, am an, uh, I was a former <laughs> athlete. It's just a perception because... Media, it's media a perception, athlete, yes. It's a perception. Yeah, jocks, whatever. Hindi sila nag-aaral. Ayun na. Let, us, let that be clear kasi we <laughs> in our experience. <laughs> we, have to, we have to be clear. No room for interpretation. Sorry, sorry. No, because like even back in university, if you're an athlete and uh, there's a professor that hates athletes, you know, yeah, because of that, they, they get bitten by that. But anyway, um, general perception, my assumption again, is that you know athletes they're not considered to be very good in corporate, you know, following rules, structures, all of that, not 
particularly the smartest individuals. But then again, the field, software engineering, you're competing with the likes of like who? Zuckerberg, you know, uh, is not a software yeah. engineer, yeah, super intelligent people. Now, so based on the pedigree, you'd assume at this point, and they started around the same time, uh, I think one year difference then. They should progress differently. Wherein the one who was an A student would rise up the ranks really fast, you know, work for a super big company, all of that. Uh, admittedly, through a series of events, they do work in the same company. But then the athlete is like, I think, five levels higher, like way, way higher than uh, the A student. Mm. And if you look at also their careers, the athlete has a much more uh, colorful career, resume, uh, what have you. And it, it, that's where the question happens. Like, who's more skilled? Ba? Skill-wise, questionable. Although the athlete, um, his skills were recognized at Global. Like, he's one of the youngest to move from engineer to architect. Um, skills-wise, knowledge, whatever, brain, Medyo similar. Thing is, the main difference is yung athlete, aside from that he has the power, he has the skills, he also knows how to explain it to people. He knows how to make the story, whatever, coding stuff that I'm assuming, you know, I don't know if anyone here is a software engineer. I, I wouldn't understand it. Simplify it so that yes, people exactly. appreciate it. These complicated it. stuff that, like, if I look at it, I'm like, I don't know what the hell is happening. He, he is always able to tell it in a story. So much so that um, I actually approached both of them. I asked them, I told them I wanted to start learning. Um, when I brought it up to the A student, <laughs> outright he tells me that's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you don't know it yet. I was like, okay, but I don't know how that will yeah, help that, me. Learn. Although that would, if I were the one who were, who was being told that, parang medyo intimidating din naman. Na parang, and it's a little condescending, can I just say? It was a bit. Do you want to say, I don't 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 want to say, I've known both of them for a while, so I was just like, okay, that's just how we talk. So like, I was like, okay. But when I told it to the other one, he said, what he told me was, it has to be a day-to-day thing. Though he explained it, like instead of like saying that it's an easy thing, he says for you to pick it up, you have to practice daily. You have to try something new daily, and if you're following whatever courses you're following online, kailan talaga religious siya. Uh, suffice to say, uh, I still don't know the language. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, okay, besides that fact, Jao, I think, I know, but yeah. <laughs> receptive siya. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the guy that you were talking to, at least he was receptive to it. And he was like, um, yun nga, parang he was offering the... more advice mm-hmm. on how to do it rather than <laughs> saying yeah he oh, doesn't assume easy, right away that mm-hmm. you're on the same level as he is in terms of understanding things and yun nga, I, I would see how that's a skill that not a lot of people would have and is but yeah. still is important mm-hmm. yeah. but you know what I just thought it's more I think for office politics would you agree that it's um not just 
IQ but also EQ. Super. I I I guess the the thing is like um in office politics um you you would always get a new person uh, who's super smart top of their class but not everyone could actually share that information because I, I i could say this to my brother uh kasi my brother is like a super smart guy from up uh, all the honors since grade school ganon pero like you know uh his best talent was always to share the knowledge is uh, mm. same with same idea with jao um uh, uh his story na now when when you're sharing it to other people a very technical uh field like statistics uh yun nga parang parang uh ang hirap i-share the let's say the data that he gathered and uh, yeah. put it in a story so i think that's that's one of the uh, kumbaga smarts is a uh, one thing pero like uh talking communicating and maybe uh putting in a story on what they actually want to say so that everybody could understand it it's a skill itself so sorry for butting no it's okay <laughs> <laughs> ang tanong tayo queenie james meron ba tayo noon hindi na nga natin explain mga sarili natin sa mga away sa atin joke hindi tawag dito ang ganda lang nung tawag dito i think synthesis ko dun sa shinere ni Jao at saka ni Cholo na. While, yeah, oh, oh, ang early on in this conversation, may synthesis daw. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> tawag dito na parang ang ganda nga na while super important skill yung to be able to, ito kasi yung ano, learning ko, to be able to synthesize something that is complicated into simple, to a simple explanation to other people. Another very important thing that what Jao and Cholo Uh, was were able to surface is the importance of reading people. Kasi dapat alam mo kung sino ba yung audience yeah. mo. For example, yung kay Jao, alam mo. niya na si... Oh, sorry, Jao, pero alam niya kung sino ka. <laughs> alam niya kung ano ka. Tapos alam niya kung ano yung kailangan mong marinig, di ba? So, ayun. Yeah. Ay, ang ganda nun, yung knowing what people want to hear or people need to hear. Diba, parang, di ba, ano rin yun, Jakey? Mm. Yes, di ba, Gerko? Yes. Parang, you have to balance it. Yeah, yeah so, just to add to that, sorry, I, I know I'm butting in, but, uh, yeah, just to add to that, and it's an it's not just an important skill as someone who's probably starting out, someone who's going up the ladder, but, you know, eventually those people who want to be a people manager, um, you have to understand the stakeholders, the people that you're managing. You are going through, like, a, plethora of people's relationships and knowing what they want to hear, how to handle them, how to talk to them, mm. you know, it plays a part in influencing. Like, for example, um, I, I think there was this manager who had, like, two separate people. Um, this was during an interview. I had, like, I was interviewing a couple of managers for a position and uh, this manager told me that he had, like, two direct reports where he was training them to become a potential lead in the future. So one, uh, one was the type that didn't really talk to you. Like, he wouldn't tell you that he's having a hard time. The other one was the proactive type. Mm. So, for the one that didn't talk, he was the one who would volunteer. Uy, baka kailangan mo ng ganito. Like, are, are you sure about this? Like, is this what, do you want me to hear your opinions about this? So, he would offer that. Pero with the proactive one, 
uh, iba yung ano niya, iba yung approach niya para sabihin niya na um are you okay? Are you doing too much? Do you feel like this work is too much? Would you want someone else uh, to also help you? So, you know, knowing those can actually help other yeah. people. And ang ganda ng pagkaka-explain mo, Grego, na parang ang uh, medyo minsan ya nakakasama ng loob yung the way people if people approach you na for example kasi in work naman um a lot of times you get stressed you get tired and it's a lot it's a much better way to approach um let's say a person or a person you're managing or a teammate na parang to ask them how they're feeling first before you get to the actual work that's yeah. true and i don't know if other companies do this but I'm not sure if practiced by everyone, but even when promoting someone, mm. a good manager will ask you, are you okay being promoted? And I know it's an obvious question that everyone wants to go up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But some, some employees actually don't want to go up yeah. or that they feel that they still want something else or that there's still something that they're happy with in their current role. So opening up, opening up those conversations is very important. And it's part of office politics, right? And some people, they can't see that and because of that they assume things and sometimes those things can go back to them in, in the worst case possible so having those open conversations can actually help you yep it's part of your strategy building ano it's part of your ano ba yan? parang practicing that skill nga din essentially ayun so um with that ako curious lang ako may, meron ba ever lumapit sa inyo na person especially it I'm not sure if you guys well obviously si Greco he is um communicating a lot face to face with people because he's he's in the ano um the hiring part of HR. Um but I'm not sure with Jao Jao since you're the one who's focused on learning and development and creating politics have you had the experience of maybe talking to um employees and then coming across or yeah, coming across problems about office politics and what you would what would you usually say um to them like for example ako um an employee of your company would ask you an hr for an advice na actually i feel so restrained restricted ganyan or i feel lost at how i would go around things and find my way um navigate my way around this organization what would you usually tell that person because i think that would really help people who are listening right now uh at least for me okay because i think someone did approach us with that uh one of our subsidiaries uh, i can't say the country um but then because uh, i'm in global hr and uh, one of our subsidiaries brought up that they weren't we were pushing a learning initiative to them and the employee said something like um this sounds like a good learning initiative. Uh, can you explain this to our Japanese managers? So there and then, like we already kind of picked up, me and my team picked up that there was they had previous experience with their managers, na, particularly the ones uh, sent out from headquarters, that uh, <laughs> they didn't have such a healthy relationship with uh, our subsidiary in that country, particularly in terms of learning, that it's not being supported properly. Uh, that their voice isn't being heard. And uh, at least the one who answered the question was uh, my manager. Uh, she said, don't worry, uh, we'll make sure that the learning initiative is properly communicated. 
and it's properly rolled out and you know we're actually able to maximize this experience um what she did at least my manager and that, that's because i consider her to be a good manager is that she did talk to the um the expat in their country and the thing is that expat is was new so he he, he wasn't the one who was kind of not for the learning initiative um they spoke he said he really wants the initiative all of that it seemed like he was 100 on board um eventually what happened was the learning initiative had a lot of positive responses mm-hmm. and the, the team in that country kind of communicated to us that they're looking forward to our next uh training projects um i guess the main tip i would give in terms of like politics in terms of like hinanakit you know mm. know when to be honest about it and know how to phrase it properly if you know how to phrase phrase it properly to your manager you don't say like uh, why aren't you supporting the learning initiative uh you say if you say that outright the manager can be like what the hell? <laughs> why are you fighting a fight with me <laughs> if you say something like uh that can be tricky no yeah the way you the way you communicate it in a way that it's still direct it's still clear what you're trying to say but at the okay. same time it's not in the form of an attack of or it cannot be oh or it cannot be um misinterpreted as an attack or a dis as yeah as attack. a disrespect how would you guys do how would you then parang oh sige for example uh, ang problema ko as an employee ang pangit ng relationship ng boss na boss ko hypothetical to ah baka mamaya ano na naman <laughs> <laughs> hypothetical <laughs> oh hypothetical Sobrang pangit ng relationship ko sa boss ko. Inis na inis na ako. Ang sama-sama ng loob ko. It's like, uh, I feel like it's toxic already. So how would one communicate that? Just a sample. Uh, my answer is it depends. Because um, I think some employees, they immediately know if the manager uh, doesn't create an atmosphere that's you know, mentally supportive, that they feel safe in. Um... It depends on that fact. If they feel the manager is actually open to um, criticism or open to feedback, sorry, not criticism, but feedback, they can bring it. They can approach a manager in this likely to be one-on-ones. Bring it up directly to the manager. Yes. They're likely to be one-on-ones. If it's a, I actually did this with a previous manager. Because <laughs> I had a previous manager... Uh, always complaining about how I work all of that and I was just oh. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but the thing I did have a good relationship uh, with that manager of mine apart uh. from work so when it became when it reached the one on one it was easy for me to feel. oh sorry so for so outside of work you guys like like um personality wise okay. what, what I mean is like personality oh, they, they wise they gel yeah. you guys gel you we had disagreements yeah but what if you guys aren't like That's what would your advice be? If one hundred percent you're sure na hindi safe, hindi ka safe to talk to the person. Uh, my recommendation is understanding who are the authority powers that affect above. that person. Either it's oh, above yeah. or to the same level. A uh, reason why possible same level, because if same level, if that person actually recognizes your work, 
they might pull you into their team. Above, mm-hmm. they could relocate you again to another team that maybe has. But would that be, I know. But would that be sort of bypassing yeah, your manager okay. in a way? Then it also isn't that frowned it upon. It is frowned also? upon if it's not done properly. So okay. Mr. Stressy job. It's frowned upon. It's frowned upon. If it's obvious na you bypass them and then you're just kind of leaving them in the dust and all of mm. that. But if like you try to explain to the manager or you try to communicate mm. properly first before him na mahirap talaga yung work situation, it feels like I'm not being recognized, then must understand dapat ng HR, for me, this dapat ng HR, why you're kind of moving. And then, I don't know if this is done to you, Greco, pero my company kasi, typical of a Japanese company, annually, they do shuffle people. Mm. <laughs> so there's always the chance for you to move to another team. So that's why uh, these kinds of issues, you could avoid it later on. There's, of course, 360s also, wherein you can explain that this manager isn't right for you or you don't feel like they support your career growth. And then there's also uh, the saddest advice an HR person could ever give you. Resign. Yes. If you really cannot stand the organization and you really feel that you're a talented individual and you feel that your talents will not be like too many blocks na for you and you really try to understand and you can't find anywhere to move honestly the answer will be resign because it if it's too much like if it's if there's no room for you to move at all the answer then there is it's, it might be that there is something wrong with the corporate culture, but also like you, it's possible that you just don't fit the corporate culture. So mm. that's yeah. highly possible, and probably just to add to what Jao said um, in the beginning of his talk, which it depends, right? Uh, context is very important. I mean, you you guys would know context would be important. <laughs> Yes, context is very important. Context is that's our new tagline. Like when when that employee comes to you and tells you that, galit manager ko ayon yung ako promote or ayon yung ako consider for other roles. You have I would say na. So why do you think your manager is mad at you, or why do you think this is happening? Like what has caused this, or um has this been talked about before? So I I guess yung inuunang step because sometimes employees feel that. Uh, things are happening out of wala lang. Great lang kami. But you have to go back. You have to take a step back. Like, yeah. ano ba nangyari before? Ano ba ginawa mo? Ano nangyari? Or whatnot. Pero if you were... You have to do your due diligence also and make sure na parang all your yes. doctor in a Lalo na with... We're, we're very emotional pe- uh, creatures, right? So, you also have to check that. Uh, great ka lang ba? Are you just frustrated? So, if lahat naman yun, check na lahat. At talagang kalit manager mo kasi kupal siya or whatever, or bitch lang talaga siya. Um, <laughs> as in, yun na lang talaga siya as a person. Then, um, I would agree on what Jao said na you can actually have a conversation with someone higher, preferably, let's say, that person's uh, manager. In a way that it can be bypass, in a way na hindi siya mukhang bypassing. Uh, I'm not sure if other organizations do this, but for us, like, we have what we call skip level meetings. So we actually have 
one-on-one meeting with oh, nice. uh, meetings with okay that reaction means that maybe that's something that that not everyone is experiencing so i have that and when you have those conversations that's when you can open up and uh you know as part of let's say performance evaluation maybe even his manager will talk to you just to ask oh how is he as a manager so if you're not having those conversations then it might mean that there's not a whole lot of things that are being done to make your experience better or those conversations happen and if you feel like you are gonna bypass your manager and that going directly to his boss would be really difficult that's when you probably have to involve uh people in hr that are more focused on relationships which are either people or hr business partners they engage with uh people themselves about specific problems uh, dynamics ng mga teams that's when you can share that if those avenues don't work. Um, the reason why I usually like to uh, advise that before going to HR is because if you can fix things within your own team without having to involve HR, I think it's always better. Mm-hmm. Because when you're involving HR, na, it, it's, become, it, it's becoming more formal. Na and sometimes when those things happen, sometimes you might feel like you're burning bridges or it becomes awkward. So, so I feel like if you can be transparent in your team and if the culture allows you to be transparent, I think you should take advantage of that. Kasi baka ikaw lang naman yun, na parang galit ka, pero hindi mo sinasabi. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. having all of those checked first, then you go to HR. That's that's my... Kumbaga, plan. yeah, kumbaga in real life, settle muna before going to court. Yes. <laughs> Ganon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like law speaks his Yes! <laughs> Sa barangay mood. Sa barangay. Baka mag-sugo. Sa barangay. Binabani si, binabani si sa barangay. Nasa korte natin. Kaya nga, before you sue sa Kaya korte, ba, parang you have to set up. Umabot sa, okay. ano, sampahan ng kaso. Sabihin mo muna, sabihin mo muna sa tanod. <laughs> Ganon. Tawag dito. Curious ako. May may moments ba, for example, kunwari ganon, nire-reklamo niya yung manager niya. Have you ever experienced yung parang magmamoderate kayo ng, ng conversation ng two parties because it has, Ooh. I don't know, somehow got really toxic or I don't know kung may ganun kayong experience. Um, Alan. Or si Cholo, kung may experience na siya na gano'n, na kinailangan siya lang i-model. Tingnan natin. Nakipag-spray ka na ba Go, Greco. Oh, perfectly honest on my side, um, I haven't had that exact experience where ako yung nag-moderate dalawang parties. Nag-ahaway. Parang ano yata yan, na? parang family mm-hmm. feud. Face-to-face. Uh, <laughs> so, face. Kasi, kasi usually in conversations na yan, ibang ibang part ng HR na gumagawa niyan. Mm. Uh, it's more complicated na if we if if those people are involved already it means that hindi nila masagot yung problema nila within each other. So mm-hmm. for us usually kasama na ang mga what we call HR business partners or uh, employee engagement na yung nakikitulong sa kanila. Ah. But maybe Jao or Tolo has more insights. Bakit ka Jao? Maybe you had experience with that. Uh I I had actually because yung the same manager of mine, she's mainly uh, mainly doing the HRBP work in our, our organization. Although her title is not HRBP, and I think major senior manager. BP, you mean business partner? 
Yes, yes. Sorry, uh, HR business partner. So, just for context, pag business partner ka or engage, uh, employee engagement, usually employee relations. Yung mm-hmm. Yun yung nga, eh. Ko lang naririnig yung relevance ng mga ganyan kasi sa akin, HR is HR. <laughs> They're just a clump uh, of people. Like, it's very general <laughs> lang siya. Uh-oh. Yeah, oo. Um, so, yung ginawa niya kasi, she hired uh, the HR manager for one of our countries. So, one of our subsidiaries. Uh, she was there in the recruitment process. Uh, and thing is, from the onset, like medyo hindi healthy yung relationship niya with the person who was hiring. In other words, yung person who was hiring the person that she was pushing to their organization, uh, hindi super good yung relationship nila. Uh, basically, yung country head. Um, thing is, <laughs> what happened ba? Uh, eventually, they were able to hire someone. And then it took the country head a bit of like convincing to hire. At that point, yung country head and uh, my manager kind of had a better relationship already. Thing is, when that manager was hired, the HR manager was hired in the organization, the HR manager was trying to push certain initiatives as HR managers do. Like put in systems, put in evaluations, put in trainings, stuff like that. I think it's the the country had. Napapakamot si Hinzo. Parang yes. problema. Uh, for, me, for me, it's like numero unong kalaban ng HR, ang person who doesn't want checks and balances. Mm. And the HR was trying to place checks and balances. And the man, the country head was just like, ah, this isn't how we do it here. And basically, parang yeah. inaandunayin lahat ng ginagawa. And the, man, the HR manager who just got hired already wanted to resign. <laughs> After just being hired for short, like such a short time, he already wanted to resign. This is oh, during no. the pandemic. Uh, he was willing to be unemployed during the pandemic. Oh, wow. Because, wow. It was that bad. Because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, basically, the question in his mind was, why was I even hired if I can't do Mm-mm. what I'm supposed to be doing? And uh, the HRBP had to talk to him. Particularly because Sharon naman nag-hire sa, sa, sa manager na yun. And the workaround basically was a lot of times, since medyo okay yung country head to HRBP, the manager will, will kind of work with the BP na lang. Mm. And then the BP will explain do, do. with the manager yeah. to the country head. Yeah. And parang this setup has been working so far. So this is a very like it's a very bespoke setup. This isn't done for all of our HR managers. But then resolving these kinds of situations, it normally takes bespoke solutions, so parang custom solutions, mm-hmm. specific yeah. to the individual, specific to the manager. Uh, particularly also because we can't remove that country head. So, <laughs> <laughs> so adjust tayo Speaking yeah. of yung mga promotion, promotion, ganyan, and um, um, checks and balances, um, how do you guys usually navigate it and like when a person is like due for evaluation, let's say? Kasi ito, I, I would think interesting part din to for people who are listening. Like how do you then balance your power or your influence in office politics 
And how does that weigh in when it comes to evaluating you? Is it more, what matters more in the grand scheme of things? Is it more your skills or your interpersonal relationships in the organization? Like, how would you guys maybe go about that in explaining that? So, for that one, it's really more of like a, like a balance. Because um, relationships can only get you so far if you don't have the performance to back you up. The skills to back it up, yeah. yeah. Let's say, for example, you're best friends with your boss. And sabi niya, I want to promote this person to be a team lead. Tapos pag chinek, skills, people will start talking. And um, this has happened before with someone I interviewed. Like, uh, he told me the story. Eventually, uh, what happened was this person was getting talked back by his teammates and eventually uh, what he mentioned was uh, the, that manager was managed out. So when you're doing that, like when you are only promoting someone based out of personal relationships without the balance of performance, uh, you are setting the person up for failure mm-hmm. and you are setting up this person's team for failure. So just to summarize, kailangan both eh. Or else, like, in the short term, yes, makukuha mo siya. Or yes, short term, let's say, you'll, you'll get what you want. But long term wise, like, everything's gonna fall apart. Well, that, that's my point of view. Or in that story, <laughs> that's my point of view. Uh, for me, uh, this one's like a story. Uh, so yung uh, girlfriend ko, she was working in a company back 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 home in the Philippines. And she well at the time she had another job application in place mm-hmm. in the same industry as the company. She's being interviewed for a dif- for a different with a different company. With a different yeah. company. Similar role and uh, that's why experience is much valuable then. And um thing is uh with the company she was interviewing with, she was able to, on multiple occasions, <laughs> increase her asking. Mm-hmm. Which actually really hurt, broke my heart. Now, in the end, uh, she rejected the offer. Now, the offer was quite sizable. I was like, why would you do that to an HR person? She rejected an offer from... The new company that she was being interviewed. Um, the new company. Napabalik balik. Oh, na ano tinatapatan yung ano, kabila request Uh-oh. niya. Paano? Anong secret? Anong secret ingredient? <laughs> <laughs> secret ang girlfriend mo. Pwede ba siya makuha sa as guest dito? Paano <laughs> siya dapat? Yung nakaguest dito. <laughs> Pero yung 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 main reason is yun nga balance niya yung power ng influence. Ah, uh, in the sense na uh, Power-wise, she's really good at her job. She, like, she's really medic- meticulous. She knows what, what she's doing. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's more competent than some of her seniors as well. And uh, aligned with that, she's liked by people in both her organization as well as the person in the new organization. Because that person sa company, niya, yung, I think yung HR done. I'm not entirely sure. So, medyo may communication na nangyayari doon. Na that person knows that she's really talented. She's really skilled. Mm. And she, she really did need to fill the role in that organization. You know, that's another thing. Um, when someone needs something from you, they're willing to almost give the whole world. The thing is that other company really needed her. 
I feel that way. Sana all. Oh. <laughs> Oo nga. So, that's why it, it broke my heart more. <laughs> ano ba? By saying no. <laughs> Pero yun, sobrang blinubol niya. <laughs> <HR>. But anyway. Blinubol. <laughs> 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 yung tsaka for for the other company to keep matching the the current yes. company's um offer then no na to to raise ano eh anong ginawa niya sa ano niya resume resume reveals is <laughs> <laughs> never niya sinabi on, on the point of resume my follow-up actually never niya sinabi sa, sa sa team niya I think na she was interviewing never niya sinabi. They found out lang because nga nag-usap yung nag-offer Tsaka, sa person uh, in the company. Same, same industry, right? Same industry. Ah, so, yung, so, uh, so HR from another company. Connected oh. to. I see, I so, nalaman see. na she was interviewing until when she asked yung, yung pinaka-final Tinan offer. Tinan mo, hindi niya nga kailangan sabihin sa boss niya na <laughs> ano, na I'm <laughs> looking for opportunity. Oh, why is the world unfair? <laughs> when her current company found out yung sobrang laking offer na yun, um, from my understanding, minatch nila yung offer. Wow. Yung math, though, wasn't specifically yung sa salary lang. Yung salary, yeah. I know, was still increased by a lot. Um, Uh, basically, from five digits-ish, uh, mid five digits-ish to mm. almost. To almost six, to mga, mga, no, well, no, let's be clear with the five digits. Kasi yung, <laughs> let's be clear with the five digits. Kasi yung five digits, pwedeng ten lang yun. Five digits okay. yun, diba? Thank you. Kaya pala. <laughs> I'm not sure about the exact numbers, but I think mga 60-ish. Ah, 60 up. Oh, mm. pwede na. Oh, okay. Basta okay. Yun, yun, yun. And yung nangyari, um, basta, instead of just matching yung salary, kasi hindi tinotally match yung salary na in-offer yun yun. But they matched it with benefits and compensation. And the compensation, yeah. the overall compensation package was still better uh, after she calculated it um, as compared to the other companies. Wow, that's so, that's how well she was um, going around with the industry, you know? Na parang mm-hmm. She didn't even have to communicate that she's so, exploring. Wow. Yun yung balance Galing din ng net negotiation, net negotiating skills niya. Ay, oo. Oh, oh. uh, if you ask her why she did it, I think yung sagot niya, parang trip niya lang. Sana all talaga. <laughs> Sana din. Sana talaga guest natin for next time, ha? Mali ata yung na-invite. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just thinking about it in a recruitment perspective. Parang medyo naawa ako. Naawa ko sa HR. Naawa ko sa HR. Of course. Nakaka-feel bad din naman. Like in my experience, kapag, for example, nag-explore ka outside, tapos maganda naman yung offer nila, eh kaso pinamatch mo dun sa current company mo. As hindi ko alam kung paano i-dribble yung other HR na parang nagtatanong na sila, are you pursuing your application? Yeah. Tapos, syempre, ang sagot ko lang, 
Um, I'm inclined to <laughs> accept the offer. I'm inclined to play pera o bayong with my current employer. <laughs> I mean, it's a hard discussion, no? Kasi parang nga, diba, nag-break up ka lang. Pero it just goes to show nga na in, in, Jow's, in Jow's girlfriend's situation na how much he's liked. And another thing that you can think about is in similar industries, you you will meet the same people <laughs> so i guess yeah. that's where I, i want to say na influence and how you treat people is very important yes. because this won't be the last time you will be seeing the same people <laughs> yeah that's that that's the thing what goes around comes around mm. tama ba yes yeah. tama ba tama <laughs> <laughs> tama we're not very good at idioms guys we're not very good at phrases <laughs> So with that, interesting, you know, and um, what should then people consider when looking for a company or an organization to be it, be with, based on your experience? What should they understand or what should they know about, um, well, in both cases, both in when you're applying for a new one or in your current one, how do you assess if you're um, in a good organization? What should they remember? Uh, I I want to start actually first. Okay, then Greg. Go. Ah, this answer, because as as with almost all the answers, is it depends. So, ano ba yung values ng person, and does it match the company? Is I think what matters the most. So, for example, if the person values increasing their net worth, and they decide to work in consulting firms that are notorious for not having mentally healthy workplaces then it matches you know if they're pursuing to increase their salary really just just like that and then the consulting field it matches if they're pursuing something like uh, improving you know society to some extent and they decide, decide to work for like solar panel companies it matches <laughs> akala ko pupunta so, ka ng ano government <laughs> ultimately You're going to be spending eight hours, like most likely eight hours, sometimes OT, sometimes OTTY, um, <laughs> with the company five days a week, day in day out. And if it's not something that matches your values, if it's not something you really want to do, you're just gonna give up. You're not gonna want it. You're gonna have a lot of problems. Possibly your health even might decline. So I think that's the main thing, you know. Anyone should be looking for it if your values match the company you're working. And yeah, probably to add to what Jao mentioned. So I I want to echo something that uh, probably some people won't understand now, or something that they're in the process of understanding. But there is no perfect organization. Um, there will always be something wrong with the culture. There will always be something wrong uh, in where they're gonna go. So it's up to you. Like, ano ba yung trade-off na gusto mo? For example, let's say you go to a competitor with higher pay, uh, super good benefits, pero ano yung trade-off doon? You'll probably meet the same people and 
probably burn bridges. So, uh, you have to understand, like, ano ba yung trade-off with going into another organization? And aside from that, uh, this is something I also tell to other people as well. Like, the person who's interviewing right now, the the manager, do you see yourself doing his job in the next few years? Oh, that's interesting. That's another question. Second, do you see yourself learning from this person and um, whatever you're hearing from him, does it seem like something you can take? So, right. remember, interviews, the mm-hmm. way you're going through interviews, it's not a one-way process wherein, oh, they're just learning about me. I'm just trying to do my best. No, don't be like that. It's also you learning about the people you're going to work with the organization that you're going to be part of. So um, I think that's one thing that most people don't take advantage of. Interviews are also a way for you to learn about the people you're going to work with, the type of culture that you're going to work with, the type of career that you want to go into. So um, asking those questions, especially in the recruitment process, can help you. And it could better evaluate what you, sabi nga ni Jao, what you want or value as a person. So I hope that's something you do <laughs> to, to the audience. <laughs> what? Sorry, I want to add on to Greco's statement there. Because uh, you mentioned the managers, and for me, that's like one of the most important like factors when choosing a company. Uh, people think it's like, for example, you're thinking, oh, I want to work in Google. Oh, I want to work in Facebook. These are, look at their you know, offices, sobrang hip, sobrang cool, whatever. You know, and I can brag to my whole family that I'm working in this top tech firm, whatever. Thing is, the culture of Google, it looks fancy, it looks nice, whatever. But then whoever is your manager tends to determine a more immediate culture, one that you can experience more. And if the manager is good, you know, if they're faithful to the company and the company has good values, they'll be following those values and they'll be expressing it during the meetings. And I know that's at least what I experience in my current organization. Uh, but again, if they're not match, if they're just like, you know, numbers, numbers, whatever, blah, 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 why aren't you working this trust, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's going to feel very demotivating to work in that organization. So just to add to what Greco said, yeah, managers are very important. Mm-hmm. How about the Cholo, you what would in, in a non para fair, non-HR <laughs> point of view, what how how would you how would you assess if you're in a good organization or not? Are you in a good organization right now? Do you think after everything that we uh, uh yes, to be honest. Uh I guess when 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 you if you feel like you're in the right place at the right time. And when you feel like you're right you're place at home. in the right time, parang love life. Di ba love To be honest, I, I I think it's more of when you feel at home. Uh that I guess as a Dina HR related answer. When when you feel at home, when you feel like uh you could just be yourself in your workplace and uh. And I, I, I guess, uh, I guess, kung pumupunta ka sa, sa work mo without, like, like, I, I know there, there, there'll be heated arguments. There'll be, uh, ano ba to? When you work, 
with people like eight hours a day, nine hours a day, maybe more. Um, you tend to fight with with each other. So mm-hmm. so, yung feeling ko lang naman na the best way to attack. But parang lagi minagawa The best way to attack <laughs> is <laughs> is uh, well, kahit tagaway kayo or kahit tag disagree kayo, you walang personalan. Wow, work, work lang yan, par lang yan, you know. Work lang yan. Like like it, it just stays there, and after like you know the next day, you could be the same person, the same uh, co-workers. So feeling ko that that's a good way to assess it, diba? Ayun. So, sobrang ganda ng insights natin from our guests, so Greco, Zhao, and Shola. Thank you very much for those inputs. Grabe. Uh, as I mentioned earlier nga in our conversation, sobrang limited lang din kasi no interaction ko with our HR people. Kasi feeling ko they're moles or double and, agents. Ganyan. And I feel uh, it's a and common... And feeling ko hindi ka lang alone. Oo, oh, oh, yun lang nga. Lot of other Kaya sobrang people. enlightening. Oo. Oh, oh. Sobrang enlightening nga nitong conversation natin with Zhao, uh, Greco, and Cholo. Tapos, I would just like to go back to, of course, our main topic nga, which is... um. Uh, office politics and politics in itself is parang it has a bad name parang di ba pag whenever it's always parang negative parang pinopolitika or ganyan uh, perhaps because politics in itself is dirty ganyan from our perspective pero it's if you dismantle it if you unravel the concept parang it's way of Parang it's way of interacting with people and dealing with people. And joining companies and organizations is like joining a group of people, essentially. So, ayun, dapat you know how to navigate it well and use it to your advantage talaga. So, ayun, any ano, final words from our guest, Greco, Jao, Cholo? Actually, gusto ko, like, I, I just want to add to James's point na yung reason why so many times politics is considered like wrong or uh, bad or whatever is because it's when influence um goes above power in other words when when influence or like influencing people is recognized instead as power now if it's you about just convincing people you bsing people you talking that's why people hate con men <laughs> you know that's why we hate you know Uh, scammers, all of that, because basically all they're doing is influence, and it's 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 being transferred is, uh, essentially into power down the line. That's the reason why we have that kind of, uh, I guess, apprehension towards politics, because many times that's what we see: people talk, you know, talk, talk shit, you know, <laughs> but nothing backs it up. But when people actually are able to talk and back it up. We we respect. Oh my God, he passed away. Steve Jobs. There you go. Uh, we respect Steve Jobs, even if he's a very toxic leader. Very toxic stuff. Like he overworks them. He shouts. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Why is he respected? Because no, even if you know, major toxic to work with him. He has a certain process. Parang artist. Na he's really trying to produce something for the betterment of people in general. And that's why he's, despite the toxicity, he's respected by individuals, even 
post-mortem na we could technically lambast this grave. So, yun, it, it's that the issue with politics is because of that. It, when it overtakes power or actual skill or Yun lang, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just to add to what James said, and I, I really like what you said, James, that, you know, it's basically just relationship with other people. And it's something that you will constantly have and it's something you can't avoid. So uh, I, I guess to t- not really take advantage of it is to understand, like, what type of or what level of communication is being um, promoted or encouraged in your organization. If, for example, takot kayo makipag-usap sa HR, either one, hindi hindi open or transparent yung conversation within the organization. And let's say, okay yan. Um, okay yung feedback initiative na nasasabi nyo naman. Pero if, let's say, no one's acting on it, ibang level na rin yun. So, I guess that's mm-hmm. one thing we should learn about office politics is that what level of communication is encouraged within the organization? Is being transparent, like being honest to your boss better? Then, for example, just talking to someone else within the department or team. So yeah, I just wanted mm-hmm. to say that it is a it's a ball of relationships with other people. Yep. Uh, uh, to add on that, Red, um, I, I guess when uh, in an organization uh, where there's a lot of people you you meet, not everybody are the same as you. So, uh, Uh, I guess, as I said before, <laughs> there will be clashes. But, you know, uh, <laughs> but emphasis the na, no? Clashes, yeah. Uh, ko na kanina, so why not be... Uh, so, yeah, any, anyway. Um, but uh, as for me, lang, uh, as a non-HR person, I, as long as you feel at home, feel uh, they're sor- sort of a family I guess second family. I, I think you're you're in the right place, right time. Dito love story mm. po. <laughs> <laughs> Ayun. What? Wala. Ano? Akala ko si Ay, sorry. So, Akala ko may final word. Sorry na. Ayan. Okay, so again, thank you very much, Greco, Zhao, and Cholo for joining us in this recording. Diba? Ayun. So, if, yes. if you guys have, ano, Sana maraming, maraming, ano, Renzi, listeners ulit. <laughs> Wala, I'm just saying. <laughs> Ito na naman tayo. I think... <laughs> <laughs> na nasa stress ako sa closing yeah, na Jay no video just stop us like, <laughs> just like finish this. anyway I'm, I was just gonna say na sana maraming natutunan yung mga listeners namin um, regarding this you know I think yun nga at this point I think we can definitely say that office politics politics is essential Um, as long as you strike a balance, you between, cannot escape it. Yes. Yeah, as long as you strike a balance between between <laughs> between um, <laughs> working on your skill set and working on your, I know, parang strategizing your interpersonal relationships with other people. So yeah. Yeah. Ayan. So, ikaklos. Sobrang gusto ko pa kasi i-discuss yung ano. Tawag dito. Again, thank you very much to our guest tonight. And if you guys have questions listening at your home about, I don't know, about your organization. Ano, home? Bakit home? Home! 
Ayan, ikuklose na namin. Makinig ulit kayo next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Promise ko talaga, gagalingan ko na yung ano, outro ko next time, guys. Abangan nyo yun. Abangan nyo yun. <laughs> sobrang, ano, sobrang fluent and communicative ng mga guests Kaya natin. Kaya <laughs> Ang ending lang. Ayan, sige, bye-bye. Anyway, to formally close it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in for for going through that awful 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 painful closing by James. We hope you keep tuning in in our next episode. It's a process. Safe it's a process that let's let's keep listening to this growth. Don't forget to follow us here on Spotify, on Instagram and on Twitter. We're always there and follow on Facebook. Thank you so much. Thank you again to our guests, Greco and Dao and Tolo. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks everyone. Adi bagian ya.